For sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you get Thanks. that booger? I can. I love that I can watch you pick your nose. That's a, and, yeah, he, and I don't think he realizes how close I'm he is to the I'm scratching the nose. I'm, I'm not picking. It was a pick. Yeah. It, was, it was a pick. <laughs> does the thumb count? If you put the thumb in there, is that, does that count as picking your nose? Does, does this count like a scratch? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, if it like goes when it's just inside, the I don't think it is. Listen, I don't think it, it does. It's just like virginity. If there's any penetration, it's gone. On this episode of The Bourbon Hunters, Dude and Brett are finally joined by Tyler remotely as they visit two bourbon enthusiast barrel picks, one from Larceny and the other from Knob Creek. Tune in for our thoughts. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. I'm Dude Pool. I'm joined by... Brett Bryan. And guess who happened to fucking join us today? Tyler. How am I doing? How am I doing on the mic? Jerky Leg Shaver. The noise has started. I haven't heard those pops we, in a while. So we had to go to virtual to get Tyler to be involved because of his jerky legs and his fatherhood. So... It's true. The, a true story. You look good, though. You look good on the monitor. Yeah, you, you do have a face for radio. See, I, I feel like at work, I'm okay putting like just my thumb up my nose and like like rolling one out and flicking it. No, that, see, but that's it, a first. <laughs> if you bring anything out with your finger or your thumb, it's an immediate pick. But I'm, I'm so insecure there, about there's sticking a, the index finger there's up a there. Gray, there's a gray line. If you're going in there for just a scratch. Yeah, you it's really your hairline. <laughs> what? You said there's a gray line. I said, yeah, it's your hairline. I shave, buddy. So. I'm just bald. Um, no, but there's a, there's a, a thin line. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? That makes more sense. A thin line. It'd be more like my hairline. <laughs> well, I was going to say a gray line. Cause it's like a gray area. You know? Yeah, no, Whatever. I get it. I was, I was merging two analogies, but anyway, there's a, there's a thin gray line. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that, uh, you know, if you pull something out, it's a pick, but if you actually just go in there for a scratch and you're actually rubbing around in there just to scratch it. Cause you got an itch. What if it incidentally comes out and it, you didn't intend to pick? It's still a pick. Man, you know, whatever. yeah, I definitely think you have to pull something out to be a pick. I, I think, or you have to be that like is a, knuckles that deep. is a for that's sure, a pick. that's a for sure indication if it's a pick, as if you pull something out. But I think anytime there's insertion, it's a pick. That's but sometimes a, you're like a scab up there or something, and you're not picking out a booger, it doesn't have to what be. A well, how would you get a scab up your nose? Oh man, just you've never had a you've never had a nosebleed and oh, then a yeah, scabs, and then scabs over or something yeah. like that. Or? I think I think it's been a good. 20 years since I've had a nosebleed. I mean, sometimes son, I do a lot of Coke on the weekends and my it just son gets rough. gets nosebleeds all the time, but it's usually from picking it. Yeah. Jesus. No, no, Brian. It's Brylan's his name. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Jesus. So I think we might have a little bit of a cold opener here somewhere. Wait, don't somewhere we, in don't here. we want to, don't we want to start with the larceny? It's lower proof. <sighs> this guy, I guess. I mean, if you want to just get rid of the fun, fine. Let's go straight to the 92 proof. All right, guys, today, so we're going to uh, do a little bit of a hodgepodge. We're going to do a... I'll pour we, a little heavier this time since we're only doing two. <laughs> since you don't have to drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to drive. So Tyler crashes since going up the stairs. <laughs> Tyler Tyler decides that he can't come over. His wife's not letting him come over and play with us. Um, so He's in timeout. <laughs> so we had to do stuff that we both had. So we're doing a little bit of a scatter shot here. We've got a weeded bourbon. We're doing larceny, and this is a bourbon enthusiast... Uh, 92 proof, so it's not a barrel proof, but a 92 proof larceny. It was seven years, if I remember as well, the age statement on it. I don't think yeah. it's on the bottle, but I think um, when we purchased it, it said it's seven years. It's, oh, exa- it's exactly on the bottle. Oh, fuck. It's actually seven and a half years, yeah. Nice. 620, 2013 is when it was barreled. That half year makes all the difference. Yes. Yeah. So, well, honestly, depending on when it's pulled, potentially, yes. That's what she said. Hey, oh. So we got Tyler into this predicament. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm pouring the bottle's going to be cashed. 
It is. Do so you have we, another one? We're going to have to speak up with James and have him uh, do another larceny. I don't think... I think There's I another do. one back there. I do have two of this. That's okay. why I was going heavy on this. That's right. You, honestly, there might still be some up, too. Like You might be able to get oh, out there and still online. More. Yeah, you may be right, but I don't think... I th- Maybe. I did see a second mashing... Um, mashing grape? Yes. Okay. I almost, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think this... I, I think you're right. I think I did order two of these. So yeah. anyway, I'd like right. to get my hands on a foolproof, but I've got a foolproof up there. I know. I'd like to get yeah. my hands on it too. You've had your hands on it I in know. a blind. I know. It's still and good. I, and it lost to our pick. If you remember, I mean, everything loses to our pick, you know, uh, that's fair. That's a ringer. Our, our pick is ridiculous and you it can't is. get any more anymore. I, know. I don't know what time I just popped another season. one. I did. I popped another one yesterday. Did you? Mm-hmm. I've got one. Cause I, I gave my buddy a sample. So, all right, let's nose this thing. Stop with the damn mouth noises, man. I'm, I'm trying to narrate for Brett over here. <laughs> what do you guys get on the nose? This is pretty sweet to me. Bourbon. I do get bourbon. I get on bourbon. The nose. Yeah, a lot of bourbon. No, it is very sweet on the nose. Um, definitely not a fruit sweetness. If so, it'd be like a fry, like a dry fruit. I I get a fruit actually. I get a There's something sweet fruit. Yeah, uh, get, maybe a pear or like, like a yeah, like, like a right Granny Smith apple. I was gonna say pear. Yeah, it is something like that's a little like crisper. a tartier apple or something. Mm-hmm. Like a honey crisp like, apple. The yeah, people's nose says it's a honey crisp apple. The, yeah, we've decided. The Tyler, nose. we've decided. <laughs> Tyler, he's going to make a an Instagram account that's just called the Schnoz. The people Schnoz. Or the people Schnoz. That's his, that's going to be his Instagram account, and it's just going to be pictures of him nosing <laughs> bourbons, and he's going to do breakdowns of all the bourbons, and then you should get a page on our on our webpage, and then yeah. everything that you do on there we can put into yeah the people I like schnoz. It, the people schnoz. Just if you yeah. don't care about the taste, all you care about the nose. We the got nose, the people nose. schnoz. Yeah, the nose knows. I like it. We, we're building something here. I like yeah. it. I'm going to get started on this, this right away. This is really sweet. I think you just start taking pictures and then cataloging it, and then we can get way ahead, not do what we did this time and start from behind, right. like we did with the podcast, but actually get ahead, have five or six of them in the, in the schnoz or in the, uh, in the hopper. <laughs> it's got to just be the nose though like get close or you can take it and i can edit it you can send it to me and i'll edit it um all right so no this is really a sweet sweet nose I, and i agree i think i'm getting a lot of it's almost like you're right like a crisp apple or a crisp pear or something like that and it's uh but it's sweet it's it's a nice sweetness with just a, a touch of like some tartness from the from the fruitiness i feel like i want to use the word refreshing yeah, the crisp. That's what I yeah. mean by crisp. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on the we're saying the same thing differently. Yeah. Thanks for the input. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Trading Places? Oh God, yes, that's hilarious. When Eddie Murphy. He, when Eddie Murphy goes to jail and those two big black guys are sitting there, and Eddie Murphy's trying to act like a hard ass, and uh, he's like, "Where are your bitches now?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other guy just says, "Yeah." That's all he says the entire conversation. Yeah. I love that. That's clip. another good one. That's a great movie. That is one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Trading Places <sighs> and Coming to America are both great. Coming to America 2 was surprisingly okay. I haven't watched it. It didn't just rehash like a lot of movies do. And that's why I didn't watch it. I didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah, there were a couple of reused jokes, but for the most part, it was pretty new and I don't want to say fresh, but it was yeah. it was a decent little take on, on Coming to America. Is James Earl Jones in it? Because he was the dad, if you remember... He is. His voice is phenomenal. He is in it. Um, yeah, no, but you know what's amazing about James Earl Jones? Did you know that when he was growing up in Michigan, he had a horrible, horrible stutter? Oh, you would never know. And so he went to, I, I don't know if it was, I think it was in an English class or something like that, but he had a teacher who recognized that whenever he read something or was reciting something that was someone else's, Mm-hmm. that he had memorized he didn't have a stutter so he did this little uh so it was actually reading that caused the stutter in a sense no it was it was when he talked normally it was he stuttered but when he read something that he had or or recited something that he had memorized i see the stutter went away and okay. the teacher recognized this so the teacher had them do an assignment where they wrote a poem and i guess the one that james earl jones turned in was so good the teacher is like, eh, I don't know if he really did this, so I'm going to have him recite it. 
And so, like, he basically accused him of, of it not being his. And I don't know if this was all part of the plan to get him to just, you know, do it in front of the class and not have a stutter. And uh, I guess eventually it got to a point where he did the actual, uh, he recited his own poem and recited it perfectly and didn't stutter at all. And then I think from that point forward, he realized, you know, you basically don't stutter when you're, you know, when you're reciting something. So now play the part of someone who doesn't stutter type of thing, kind of. Okay. And I think that's how he, you know, became... Overcame his, you know. Yeah. And I'd have to read more on it. I'm doing a lot of this from memory, but there's actually a good episode of... Um, uh, the way I heard it. Oh yeah, that talks about that. Micro. Yeah, and I love those that. are good. I love that podcast. But anyway, um, there was an episode of that that covers it, and you know how his style is. You don't know who he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't know who he's talking. Yeah, little, to the little, end. little Jimmy, or, you know, instead of James, you know, Earl Jones. Right. It was like Little Jimmy, you know, blah blah blah, or something like that. And then at the end, he you know became the voice of Darth Vader, or you know something yeah. like that. So it was. Um, but it was a re- it's a really cool story, and it's and it's mainly I think he centered the story around the teacher. And his best pupil we ever, you know, type of thing. I didn't know he was from Michigan. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering all this correctly. So let me know. Yeah, pretty sure. I'm like 97% sure. That's that's pretty confident. Yeah, pretty. There's 3% chance. Tyler's drinking. I'm going to take a drink. All right, let's take a drink of this thing. I've babbled for a long time. I've been drinking. Waiting for you fucks to finish jerking off about. Don't don't talk about Mufasa like that. He's coming in awfully aggressive, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, uh, over the weekend, because I was with my little niece. Rewatched uh, wait, wait. Lion King, uh, Aladdin, and uh, there was one other one we watched. Good. What do you guys get on the uh, taste? More of that sweet comes through. I get yeah. no ethanol at all on this. What's interesting is we did a uh, caramel, maybe old granddad. There's, there's a nutty primer. aftertaste. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There, we just did an old like granddad primer because we didn't know we were going weeded to start with. So this is a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. But I yeah. It, it's definitely a little more mellow. And it's a little uh it's definitely sweeter, I agree. Um but it all it, it's just like a an easy drinking you can tell it's low proof. Yeah, it's only ninety two, you said? Yeah, it's ninety two proof, which is I think the regular larceny proof. Um but it's it's really good. It it's just a nice, easy, mellow drinker, I think. I still want to do because our favorite restaurant, the Pearl, they do that fat washed bourbon yeah. with larceny. You, you haven't done that yet. Have I you? haven't yeah. done it. No, I'm surprised because you normally do you know, all that stuff. We should uh, do a little mini series or just kind of like a, a side series where, you know, there's been more and more bourbon places opening up around, like specifically bourbon, not even just bars that have yeah. a good bourbon selections, but like specific bourbon bars so we should just do like a you know like a, a mini series where we go, we, go we have some food there we have some drinks we don't necessarily have to podcast there i think we um, should if, if not, they'll allow us i don't know how they would stop you from just pulling out your equipment while you're eating and ordering food and just you know what i mean yeah this thing's battery operated so as long as i put in fresh batteries each time we, we should be fine to do it <laughs> he's not talking yeah. about the recording device no no not <laughs> at all that, <laughs> yeah yeah this is the ultra vibe pleasure 2000 that i'm talking about so but uh i think that'd be a cool little miniseries especially around columbus like you know people yeah you know looking for a good selection we go over prices you know, well we what's the over, one that just opened uh at the old it's in uh, grandview Right, but the old what, Balboa. What, yeah, but what's it called? I can't something remember. like Second two. Act or, or it's got the name two is in it, like yeah. like part not part two, but it, it's something two. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. funny you mentioned that Tyler because we just talked about this in the last episode. I've noticed how bourbon is like being incorporated into everything. So like I saw yeah. a commercial where Wendy's has some bacon bourbon, bourbon burger, sauce, yeah. some bullshit like that. And then I'm in the grocery store and um, I was buying some baked beans for a brisket I smoked and I saw that they had bourbon baked beans and I'm like, Jesus, like when is this going to stop? Everyone's piggybacking on it. So to be like, honestly, like I actually had Wendy's bourbon. Did you you get drunk? (laughs) I, I just don't know that it shows up in those 
It's a buzzword. I don't think it does. I don't think those flavors come through at all. It doesn't. I I think that's their way of saying like, hey, this is maybe a little bit sweeter or I think it's a trendy thing. It's a buzz buzzword trendy word. I mean you have to think too, if they use if they make it like when you have a bourbon barbecue sauce, do you really taste the bourbon in it? I don't. Right. So but they might put it in there as a little bit of flavoring to give it like, you know, some of the vanillas or the tannins or something like that that just whatever but I, the barbecue sauce is always going to over overpower exactly yeah. right same thing with probably i mean and that's probably what they're doing when they call it a bourbon bacon chicken sandwich it's probably a bourbon barbecue sauce yeah yeah it is so i mean so you, you're going to get the barbecue sauce it's going to overwhelm the the specific flavors of the bourbon itself but it was probably cooked with it, and it probably does add a little bit to it like sure. if, you, if you tasted the barbecue sauce before the bourbon was added and cooked in Versus after, it probably does taste different. I can't imagine it not. You're just not picking up the actual bourbon itself. There's no ethanol. There's no, yeah. you know. I will say many, many years ago, like maybe 10 years ago at Jenny's Ice Cream, I had a um, maple bourbon pecan ice cream they did. And they even said that they put, I forget the amount right now. They but put a, Jenny's as a good amount. They do they that. Did. They do that every once in a while still. I think they still release that once in a while. Yeah. And it was Maker's Mark. They told me that they used. And again, I forget the amount, but it, you could actually smell it and you did have some yeah. aromas because it well, paired if, with the pecan really well. I'm surprised they, they don't use a local bourbon. Any, like if they do it now, like I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't use Midwest beer. Watershed or, or something. Yeah. Watershed, since yeah. they're local. High, yeah. high bank. Have you, speaking uh, of high bank, I haven't had that war. Um, War whiskey, yeah, they haven't come out with their bourbon officially yet, but they're—I've had their midnight cask or whatever it's called. Yeah, I saw that, that one. And it it intrigued me. It's not bad, um, and but I just—I haven't had uh, any of their other stuff yet. I'm waiting for their bourbon to come out. I know that uh, Todd Sarver did a thing where they did a blending series where you could go in and do some blending. Okay, and I think it's—I think it was a whiskey. It might have been a bourbon that hasn't been released to the public yet, but I think it was a whiskey where they got to do a blending experiment and stuff like that. Because I was confused. It said cask, and I thought it meant cask strength, but it's finished in like it's yeah, a it's, port cask it's a port or something. Cask yeah. Or it's a, yeah, right. Yeah, sometimes when Just, the word cask on there, you have to kind of see what they mean by that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, what do you guys, what's your take on this? Uh, I know we talked about it being sweet. Um, I think the, this more, it, the more I drink it, the more it seems to open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's a 92 proof. I feel. It well, but a lot a of people, right that's a lot of people's wheelhouse, you know? But it does have a lingering on my tongue, too. Like, it I feel does. like that flavor lingers for yeah. quite a while on my tongue, and it's very pleasant. For that, too, for yeah, sure. It's mm-hmm. interesting because it feels thin, but it also stays with It you. lingers, yeah, yeah, which is odd. Yeah. It, it it's thin but lingers, um, but it's good. It's definitely good. If you've had if you've ever had the regular larceny, not the barrel proof larceny, but the regular larceny, it's similar, but it's I think it's a little bit better. I think this has a longer finish. That might be. That might be. I but it's had good. The it's regular good. in a while. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've had it too. I but I did do when I first got this. I I did. I had it at a bar, and then that I came home later that night, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna and and this I thought was better. The more I drink this, I'm getting more of that nut that you're talking about, Tyler. That yeah. like, yeah. like peanut or something, and it almost reminds me of like a candy bar. Mm. I don't eat a lot of candy bars, so I can't tell you like what, but that's what it, it reminds me of right now. Some kind of candy bar oh, with like sure. some kind of I don't, I don't know, like a Snickers has nuts in it, but yeah. And you know what? Now that I revisit it, um, I'm almost getting a, a hint of that in the nose too. The the nuttiness, the nuttiness. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You drinking your uh, bourbon with a straw over there? No, I actually, uh, the water that I have has a little straw, so I uh, did a little, just a little transfer in there to to wash out the glass before we put some knob creek in there. I'm getting more and more. Tell me about your neighbor cutting your grass. So they've done it twice now. I'm so pissed off. Like, you can clearly see, like, and I, I use the fence line as a property line because typically yeah. before a fence is put up, property lines, you know, are surveyed out and all of those things. And they're mowing, like, probably one and a half mower strips into my yard. They probably think they're doing you a favor or they're trying to send a signal like, mow your fucking grass, you hippie. Well, so I keep my grass longer because it looks better. You know what I mean? With it a shade longer. To be, to be fair, it is. So, one... Uh, it really depends on the type of grass you have. Nerding out a little bit here. Um, it's a tall like, fescue. 
tall fescue likes to be cut higher, but then That's when you're in, higher. when you are in the summertime with the heat, you want it cut a little bit higher to protect the roots. Mm-hmm. And so you, you tend to get people like I have a professional service who is also a neighbor who is impossible to communicate with. Like, I'll be like, Hey, can you cut my lawn today? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And then like four days later, it's still not cut. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, bro, where the fuck are you? Um, are you, are you paying him? I pay him when he cuts it. Right. Then you should be like, where the fuck are you? If you're paying. I think he's paying yeah. after the service. Like he's not paying a yeah. monthly fee. My, I understand that, but if you're paying yeah, someone to come do something for you, yeah, and then they say I'm going to be there, and then they don't, they're not there. Right. I would sure. almost find another service. But, but that's what I was. I saying. mean, surprisingly, there. I mean, there's obviously like commercial lawn, you know, lawn companies all over the fucking right. Landscaping is a very but there's popular. There's not a lot of residential. Like there's not it's a lot of residential commercial. that you can just like get on there and be like, Hey, come on over. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know, you know who does that, but then yeah. you're putting your lawn in someone, you know, kids. That's what I was going to say. I mean, you could always, no, I, I can't, but if I can't. It, here's the thing you could do is you could tell them to come over. Do you have a lawnmower? Yeah. Let them use you your set mower. The, set the height it, of your it mower. Doesn't, but it doesn't matter. Like I'm so <laughs> particular. I am too, but I would let, if they used my mower uh, at the deck setting where I put it and I'm like, just mow it, don't mow over the flowers, don't do whatever. And my neighbors are doing that too. So they moved into this house less than a year ago. It They bought it cheap because it had foundation issues and whatnot. They're just yeah. mowing over the flower beds too. And I just uh, like, uh, I spent. They're just s- fucking scalping it. So, just. Yeah. So here. And that's what. But he, and, and and so I so one thing I I realized with the also the mowing service and I think this is most professional services unless you like are at a higher end service where you can say like hey you know I wanted this like he always with his zero turn cuts it down lower too like and I think that's just a thing but I'm like I don't fucking like that like I don't want my yard I don't want the grass cut that low. And they can see into my backyard too from their bedroom. Like the way that their their bedroom window faces, they can see into my backyard. My backyard's immaculate, and it's yeah. like, well, you people know what you're doing. I swear they do, or you're just an idiot. Yeah, and especially on that that tangent of looking at the uh, the fence. So I don't know how you guys feel about this. Obviously, you know, dude may or may not have you know an opinion on this. Brett, you might too, but. So my next door neighbor, who I really, really like, um, he texts me and he goes, hey, just a heads up, we're getting a new fence put in, so the fence will be down, uh, you know, Monday. And I'm like, fuck, like, are you putting in a new privacy fence? And he's like, yes. So they didn't have a privacy fence before. Like, it was a lower, maybe four foot one. But they have, like, a massive puppy that... I wouldn't say it's not aggressive by any means, but it's just are usually lazy, very docile. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But they're, he's a little bit heavier bark and whatnot. And that, that fence was a little bit more, it it, it was his fence was a little bit more on the, the rotten or weak side. Right. And a couple of good pushes. And that I even had my father-in-law go out and put some extra screws recently in that fence. Cause I was like a couple good pushes it's and that dog's on. getting through. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, if it's that type of dog. No, Mastiffs you know. are usually sweet as can be. They're yeah. just, they're so, usually lazy as shit. And yeah. yeah. So anyway, he's like, I just, he, for like the same reason I did, he was like, Hey, I don't want to take any chances. Like that was I'm nice. He let you know. Up. Yes. He's like, I don't want to take any chances, but here's the thing is I personally fucking hate privacy fences. Like I think they look fucking shitty. Right. You want to be a voyeur Um, to whatever's happening in their backyard. You want to see them having sex in their hot tub in the backyard. I I just, I mean like I want to be able to see my neighbors, but if you got a shitty fucking place, sure. Put a privacy fence up or you, you got a shitty neighbor. So like, uh, I got one neighbor. I'm like, thank God they got a privacy fence up. But the other ones, there's no privacy fence up around the whole yard, and I'm and I'm pumped because I'm neighbors with them. I say hi, like you can see them. That's the one straight back. But yeah, I'm just I, I'm just like fuck a privacy fence. So it. the best 
so Tony, you know, everyone knows Tony. He just bought a house and yeah. he's got a pool. We went over there uh, the Sunday after everyone was here for 4th of July to go swimming and everything. And his neighbor, he's got these pawpaw trees. Is that what they're called? Um, yeah, yeah. They the, look like little like bananas almost. Yeah. Um, so I think they're native to Ohio, even mm-hmm. Southern Ohio, especially, um, but like, he's got these pawpaw trees and, and this guy comes over while we're over there swimming. He's got company over, you know, Tony, he, we're all there. There's five of us there. We're hanging out. And this guy comes over and starts talking to him. He's a, you know, new neighbor, obviously. So the guy wants to, but like, read the fucking room. You've got company over. Yeah. Don't interrupt. Yeah. And, and he comes that, over and, and, so, he, and he probably talks to him for like 45 minutes. Oh, he's being nosy. Right. For so, sure. So it pissed me off for one, because of that. For two, I guess he tells him, Hey, can you cut down your pawpaw tree? That's the bane of my existence. And and so he comes into, and I didn't really look at this guy. Like I, I drove in, went to, you know, went to in his uh, drive. Well, hold on. What's this sh- hold on. He went, go in the driveway. I, I pull all my stuff around. Just go real quick. So the guy comes over and says, Hey, this is the bane of my existence. It's, it's sitting like, you know, in his property, but it kind of overhangs the other guy's property a little bit. And so it drops these things when they ripen. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, fuck, that's just kind of shitty that you, that's the first thing the guy says to you. Yeah. And how big are the trees? They're decent sized, but so, but that's not even the point. So the point of the story is, is that I'm like thinking, well, God, this guy, first off, he comes over while he has company over. You can tell he's, you know, having company over breaking in the pool and you're going to take, take up 45 minutes of his time talking to him. And then on our way out, I look over into his property and this guy, it's a fucking trash heap. Like, I'm not hmm. kidding. He's got his back patio is filled, overflowing with trash, like literal trash. Oh, God. His backyard is dirt. No grass. His yeah. front yard, he doesn't even have like a driveway. It's, it's gravel. It's not even, and it's not even gravel. It's like a couple of pieces of gravel and then dirt. Jesus. And then he doesn't even have any grass in the front yard. It's all weeds. And I'm looking at there and I'm like, this guy has the fucking nerve to come over and tell you that yeah. these trees are the bane of his existence, but he doesn't want to grow grass. He's got trash all over his fucking yard. He's got he's got uh, uh, what do you call saw horses sitting out on the front lawn where he started a with, project and didn't not, finish it. Uh, maybe or they're just sitting maybe. there. There's nothing on the, them. The other the other thing and I'm I was like, are say you kidding? Too, me? Is like like I my neighbors if they if their stuff overhangs, I don't even ask them. Like I'm right, you just your cut tree. it. Sure, yeah. and I get yeah. that. I get that. I would. I mean, but I would never ask my neighbor. I, if my neighbor asked me that, I would say, "Hey, like one. If it was a big tree, I'd be like, no. Like I like that tree, right? You and know, that's like, what. If that's it, what. If it goes over the property, like you're welcome to cut it, but no. The funny thing and is, then, is I guess two owners ago, the person who owned his house two owners ago, I guess still comes to the house every fall when they're, I guess really falling mm-hmm. off the tree and asks, Hey, can I, cause people eat them. Yeah. yeah. I, can I grab some of these? And they, they did that. So after she sold it to them, um, she would come in every fall and ask. And then I heat that the owners that sold it to Tony said, Hey, you might get someone coming yeah. to your house in the fall asking <laughs> if you, if they can pick up some of these off the ground, just so you know. And I just thought that was funny. So like, obviously someone's enjoying them. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny that that's his first interaction with this neighbor is him asking if he can, you know, take down these pawpaw trees or whatever they're called. And uh, I go yeah. outside and his yard is a fucking wreck. Like, yeah, it's a, and, it's a and joke. The, the other thing too is like tree remo- removal is not cheap. Oh, it's expensive. No. Like, yeah. So you have to have a company that will come in and like, obviously like protect, and then the, the stump you know, too. How, t- how, how tall is that tree? Probably twenty five feet or so. Yeah, so you have to you have to have uh, a tree removal come in that will like protect protect all the assets of just you know when you're taking it down, and then not only all the branches the and shit, it, but then you have to do a stump removal. I personally, anytime you kill off a tree, you also have the roots that will mess with the lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think you it, have to have yard leveling. So it's, no, it's, a, I, no, you're, it's a couple thousand dollar project. Every, yeah. Everything you're saying is correct. Uh, yeah. I just had a tree removed from my backyard last summer and uh, it's stupid. And then, you know, the stump, if you want the stump removed, that's even more, you know, cause they have to grind it down and everything. But like my point of this whole thing is I just think there's a whole bunch of people out there that just don't have any common sense when it comes to, certain situations. Yeah. Or like, like this guy, courtesy. this guy has a shit yard, a shit house, 
Like he has two garage doors. They don't match. One was white. One was cream. And they don't have the same style. They're completely different. But he's going to come over and bitch to Tony about this tree. It's just like, so we have this, you know, this. I'm on a sports team of some sort. I'm not going to say anything. But like we have someone who, you know, I'm the, the captain of the team. So when someone. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Right. When, whenever <laughs> someone, you know, can't make it, it's my responsibility to find. And I've got subs waiting on standby. And then, you know, every once in a while, someone will miss and then they'll say, hey, I, I told this person they could play for me. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how it works. I've got people waiting You've got to play. The subs, yeah. Like, if I need someone, I will say, hey, do you, ha- do you know someone that could play for you? You know, we're in a, in a bind here or something like that. But like, I just, there are certain people that just don't get social norms. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. I think that's becoming more and more of a thing ever, like now that the internet's a thing and now that the social media is taken over. Like people just don't know how to interact with other people anymore. Yeah, I hate both of my neighbors. I hate living in the suburbs, but like, but, <laughs> but I, I just don't think people know how to interact anymore. Like where that doesn't get taught to people. It doesn't. And like you said, a lot of it's so much texting. And I've talked about this with other people about how I, I, I truly fear for the younger generation when they have a job interview. Yeah, because they have no idea. I can walk up to a stranger and hold a, a conversation. I do it every day at work. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I have long conversations with complete strangers multiple times per day at work, right? right? And, I'm, and I'm like that too. I'm the same way. And you know, I notice some of like our students that we have, they'll come in and and they won't say anything. They clam up and the, you know, there's, I'm like, go talk to them. Find out something about them. But anyway, bourbon. I no, but I no, I'm right there with you. I think it's ridiculous that you know, your your people are losing that ability to socialize. And you know, they call it social media, but it should be called unsocial media. Yeah. Because it's there's nothing social about it. You're not learning social skills. You're learning no. how to hide behind a keyboard. You're learning how to attack people because you know you don't have to see them face to face. Like all these stupid flame ups you get on on Facebook and all these people arguing over stupid things on Facebook, if they were in person, that conversation would be a completely different yeah. animal, animal altogether. I've seen that with dating too, right? Because people will chat and say all these things in dating and then they meet up for the first time and it's like, and they're like they have no idea how to hold a conversation. Yeah, they don't know how to talk to each right. other. They're not the same person. Right, because they're not and hiding they're so behind awkward. a keyboard. The yeah. anonymity's gone now. Yeah. And they yeah, it's it's crazy. I've got stories from HR people that are talking about the people coming up now, like the, the kids that are coming up now and getting into the professional world who interview for jobs. And, and for one, you know, what do you do after an interview? What do you do? Like when I'm leaving or what do you mean? No, like within a day or two after your interview. I mean, I, fo- I like to follow up and do thank you for, yeah, you oh know, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, right. thank you for the opportunity. That stuff's pretty much gone out the window. But then not only that, if, a couple of weeks go by and they don't hear anything. Guess who's calling to ask about it? Their parents. Their parents. <laughs> Their That's parents. Nuts. It's crazy. Could you imagine? I would not do that for my kid. Calling Fuck no. When you go for a job interview. Absolutely not. That is just crazy. Are you going to hire my little Jimmy? Right. Like, why? Hey, um, we haven't heard back. Of, you know. Yeah. And and I like that you said we because that's how it would be. Also, right. we haven't heard back. Well, and so the, the people that I've talked to are like, well, you're just now so you're solidifying. Why I'm not us hiring your child? Not calling, and you've given us you've you've given yourself the reason why your your kid wasn't called back. Coddling. It's it's helicopter parenting continued on into mm-hmm. professional yeah. careers. It's crazy. But, but nowadays, those kids don't even want to work. So, well, I mean, some of them do. There's some kids that come up that do have work ethic, but they just don't, they're lacking social interaction. A bit, you know, skills. And like, I've got, so there's someone I work with now and every time he's on a call, he has this awkward laugh and and it's, and it's always at the wrong times. Like you're laughing at stuff that's not funny and you're (laughs) laughing and you're laughing like it's a nervous laugh. I love how Tyler laughs at the point where it's not funny. Um, So uh, anyway, so let's, let's nose this Knob Creek here. So we've got Knob Creek in our uh, glass here. This is a bourbon enthusiast pick. So we've got two bourbon. That's we. That was our theme tonight, at least to try to do something. Yeah, bourbon, bourbon enthusiast. Um, so we've got Knob Creek. This is a single barrel select bourbon. This is uh, 120 proof. So we've <laughs> we're jumping up quite a bit in proof here. Um, but this is rye based, whereas the last one was wheat based. So we're going to have a little bit of a a different reaction, I think, to this. So what do you guys get on the nose? I smell that rye coming through. I feel. Yeah, I, I definitely get vanilla. 
and it's heavy vanilla in my opinion. Um, I mean, obviously, it's. I think it's pretty clear that the the spices are more prevalent in this for one sure in the yeah. nose. But I almost get like a creme brulee, like a, it's almost like an alcoholic creme brulee, <clears throat> like I'm an ethanol that all spice or something. Yeah, I'm getting some of that too, but I'm really getting a strong vanilla presence. With me, I don't know the way the the schnoz works is like <laughs> once I take a drink, I'll start to get those sweeter notes. Yeah, because it was the same thing with that other one. Right. Once it hits my palate, the those sweeter notes come through. Well, let's dive into this then. Let's see. Let's see what we uh, have on the on the mouth feel and the palate. I smelled my skin too to kind of reset. Yeah. Good idea. It smells like regret. <laughs> Mine smells like my wife's uh, fingernails in my freaking eyeball. Smells like her butthole, probably. No, you know what you missed, Tyler, <laughs> and you're not seeing is I my whole this side of my face is all scratched. I my eye is just it's going to be black probably tomorrow, and then I've got scratches down my face from kickball tonight. He forgot the safe word, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does how does that even happen in kickball? Because Trina was running. She's a pitcher. I'm the outfield. He's and, the catcher. And so the ball was blooped into like in between third and shortstop, and she was chasing it down. It hit the ground. She continued to chase it down. I called it after it hit the ground because I'm running in towards home, and there was a guy getting to third base, so I had a better play at it. And she just kind of was pissed off she didn't get it the first time, so she just continued on anyway. And so as I went down to get it, it's bouncing up off the ground. She missed the ball, scratched my entire face up, and I think her finger was like a knuckle deep into my eyeball. What were your words that you said? Were you like, I said, I got it. No, 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 as the collision (laughs) happened. Was it an alpha? There might have been an MFR in there. uh, Were you like, after the fact, were you like, what the fuck? My eyeball was bleeding. I'm sure. I went like this, and there was blood on my finger. I was like, fuck. So there was a lot of fucks thrown around. That's for sure. And then she jammed her wrist up pretty bad too. I like I. She probably blamed you though. No, not after not, she explained why she she was pissed off that she didn't get it the first time. So she was she's pretty stubborn, you know. So like even that she heard me call it, but I think she wanted to get it because she was going after it to begin with. So, but mm-hmm. you know, you still lost. You got her and you still lost. Oh, you lost too. No, we didn't. We didn't lose. No, uh-huh. like he he lost that. Uh, oh, that owl. Yeah, 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 that part. I lost that confrontation. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. sure. She has no visible marks. <laughs> do you guys drink when you do this? No, no. We I was in a kickball league there at Goodell we should. Park. We should. And we would drink while we did it. We should. And the rules, like, it was like a, a not a real rule, like our rule. If you struck out in kickball, like, which I don't know how you strike out. Well, the only way I could see it is if you fouled out. Because you get four fouls in this league. And on the fourth foul, you're out. You this get was, four fouls and kicks? Yeah, because it's it's interesting because the ball bounces around. It's not like, it's it's a little tougher than you think. No, not for me. But for, <laughs> for like, honestly, for I, most think, athletes. I think most uh, athletes, probably a strong word for a lot of the people in this league. <laughs> yeah. Like, They're honestly, usually not athletes. That's why they choose. So, so, Tyler, we've played three games. I've had three home runs, and it's always my first at bat. My first, my first one was a grand slam, and the that referee, kick. yeah, I kicked it into the other field, and the guy, and everyone on the other team was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, no one was kicking it in anywhere close to that. And I asked the referee beforehand, I was like, "How far are people kicking this ball?" And he goes, eh, "Probably about, you know, right about where the outfielders are standing." I was like, "Really?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's probably about it." I was like, "Okay." I said, "Well, that's about to change," and he started laughing, and I kicked it and ran all the way around the bases before they even got to the ball. And uh, can't you hear that classic like putting in your head too when he talks about kickball? So when I got home, Jeez. back like in the gymnasium, when I got back to home, the, uh, the the guy goes, "Well, that's the first grand slam we've had this year." <laughs> and he goes, uh, "You weren't joking around, were you?" And so the referee from the other field, he was like a floater, so they had you know one that would go between the fields and one assigned to each field. And he comes over after that because I kicked it into their field, and he goes. He goes, who kicked that ball? <laughs> and I guess the other team on the other field just completely stopped what they were doing because the ball went into their field. They were like, what the fuck? They're like, they were all looking around like, who the hell kicked that? And uh, so I've done that now. My first at-bat every game is basically that. Is there no, is there no, no like... Fence, no, uh, no fence. No fence? No. Is, are you playing at a, a baseball diamond? No, or? no, no. We're playing down at the uh, downtown Columbus Commons. So it's just a big rectangular yeah. grass like field. All right, so you guys will travel downtown for fucking kickball, but you will not travel downtown for softball. Huh? You Is said, you said. The you reason. Guys did- okay. So back up. Bring on the brakes here, Tiger. 
pump the brakes. So, so here's dude's excuse. No, here's dude's no, but excuse. listen, there, the, whether you agree with my reasoning or not, I do have a reason. So when we play softball, it's in our backyard. We sit here, we pregame, we drink, we have some beers, whatever. We go over there. Then we walk back after the game and we continue to drink. If we're driving to go downtown and play softball, there's no drinking going to be involved. Maybe a beer. go to a bar after and have Maybe, maybe. But, that, but now it's a production. <clears throat> so it's more about the, like, the leisure casual what experience. Softball. He sounded like a cyborg. He sounded like a cyborg there. What are you enjoyed? What, what is what is softball then? Well, I just explained to you what softball was. What do you mean? No, like it's like a baseball, but bigger ball. around. Kickball. When we signed so, up for it, it was because we just wanted to try something new, and we knew it was downtown. Save that for fucking swingers. We're not drinking. We've already done that. That's fine. That's we've already gotten into that world. It's okay. Um, but but listen, like. We just wanted to sign up. A couple people from the gym were like, hey, let's play some kickball. We're like, okay. We don't have anything going on on Tuesdays, really. So we just did that. And it was, it's been fun. It would be more fun if it was out back and we could drink while we're doing yeah. it. In, in that, you know, maybe we should start a kickball league back there. Because it is actually fun. Um, well, I mean, realistically, that's like never going to happen again. So What will never happen again? Softball. So I, I, we should probably start searching for something else. I, I'm already in something else. I'm playing volleyball on Sundays now. No, no, softball. I'm already in something right now. I'm playing, vo- I'm playing volleyball on Sundays. No, softball. You would like volleyball. It's a blast. I like volleyball. I know, I know. I told you I would, but I, my, my. Why aren't I'm you like playing this season? The, I don't uh, remember. You, you could probably no. jump really well at the net. Yeah. AJ plays. We have a good time. Yeah, my, my invite got lost. No, it didn't. You weren't invited. <laughs> we had a full I know, team. Lost. Well, no, we had a full team. Honestly, I, I we're going to sign up again. I'm going to get. I'm going to continue doing this, and I'd like to even. It, it's fun. It's oh, really yeah. fun. Anyway, let's let's have a drink of this. I know. Tyler, I've been sipping Tyler on it. Has I'm sure. So that creme brulee that you said, I get that that coming through in like a caramel almost. God, this is. So um, it is very good. So good. It is definitely like dessert. Um, but I don't want to say this. Like a baked dessert, not the other one was like when I said candy bar. I don't want to say that this is the same like candy bar flavor. It's more of like a a, a dessert dish, like you said, a creme brulee, um, some like banana pudding dessert or something of that nature. Banana what? Pudding. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, banana pudding. I thought I heard a G in there the first time. That's what I was wondering. Do you like pudding, Tyler? Putting yes. your dick in stuff. <laughs> Both of those. God, that took a turn. That that escalated real fast. Banana pudding. <laughs> but he is... took it in stride. He's like, yeah, both of those. <laughs> banana pudding is top notch. I make. Oh man, banana I make a killer pudding banana pudding. Is... Can you have you... banana pudding though without Nilla wafers? No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. I, I see. I would never eat a banana pudding without vanilla. No. I always put Nilla wafers. I put Nilla wafers yeah. in it. I'm actually going to well, make some tomorrow for Dungeons and a, Dragons. Could you do it with like a pie crust? I'm going to have to edit that out. But <laughs> you do, I don't want them to know how big of a nerd you are. Yeah, you could put it in a pie crust. I'm cool with that. It'd yeah. have to be like a graham cracker one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that would be good. So, um, so I like Teddy Grahams. You can crunch up like okay, those. How about this? What about bread pudding? Oh, I love bread pudding. Yes, Why do you think I drink the great. fuck out of your Maker's Mark bread pudding? What about rice pudding? I haven't checked that bottle in a while. Is it is it, is it, is it, in, is it in danger? It's, it's, of being no, gone? it's not in danger. All right, it's safe. What was the other one, Tyler? Rice pudding. No, I've had, no. You know what? Actually, isn't it runny or no? Trina and I. No, it, you can it, eat it with a spoon. Trina yeah. and I went to uh, you New York City. Um, maybe. Okay. Uh, depending on how narrow the fork slats are, you know, uh, the prongs or whatever. But Trina and I went to New York it's City. Like, it's almost like over. Rice. I'm gonna have to start this fucking sentence uh-huh. over again, aren't I? Oh. Um, so Trina and I went to New York City, and when we were hopping around, we found a rice pudding place, and it was they had so many flavors, it was ridiculous. It was good. It was really good, but it's it is very very not good for you. I don't think I've ever had rice pudding. Very very buttery. Yeah, oh, I it's, like it it's a good it's a good flavor. It's it's almost like regular pudding uh, texture wise. But it's definitely, it's different once you get it, like, or I shouldn't say texture-wise, but, like, makeup as you're picking it up and handling it with your fork or spoon or whatever. But when you get it in your mouth, it's a little bit different texture. It's, uh, like, whereas regular pudding's super, super creamy, there's a little bit more texture to uh, yeah. rice pudding. 
but it's good. You had the rice. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it's not like straight up pieces of rice. I mean, it's been. I just remember down or whatever you want to call. It. I don't know what the process of making rice pudding. Remember, pudding so is. Bill Cosby was the Jello guy. Pudding. I remember my my pudding joke. Pudding pops. Did he do? Yeah, pudding he pops did too? pudding pops too. Yeah. And it was like Bill likes pudding. Pudding's dick where he shouldn't. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's not even where it shouldn't without without permission. consent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing because you never know. I think that was another pick, wasn't it? I think it was a pick. Did like something it. come out? I, was, I don't think that was a pick. He sounds clearer now. Yeah. Tyler, are you listening? He's not. He's on yeah. his fucking phone. What, did you pick your nose? You know, it's it's. this is uh, the problem. Scratch. You just did it again. This is the problem. Nah, you did both has. nares. See, so you did both nares. That means that it was definitely a pick. Teachers over Zoom can't keep their fucking students paying attention. No. He's wiping with his left hand somewhere. He's just going to find off. that burger on the couch. On a tangent. Who? Dude. Me? You're the one who disappeared Dude's, for okay, two minutes so, just a second so ago. Here, here's like what is this? He's praying here. I don't know what's going on. Brett and I will like divert a little bit, come back, and dude's like. <laughs> I wish the <laughs> listeners could see hey, his hands. That's what a host dude, does. Just, that's what a host does. He's picking again. A host keeps the conversation Scratching. going. Get your fingers out of there. A host keeps conversation going. <laughs> that's that's all said. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to put hot sauce on his fingers so he keeps yes, him out of his right. nose. That that's that's it. <laughs> All right, so let's go back to this. Have another drink. Tell me what you think, Tyler. You haven't really told us what you I think. Like it. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I still have a full unopened bottle of this. Yeah, mine's half empty, Dick. I see that. And no thanks to you guys. You had this some is of the it first. I haven't had, this is the first I've had any of this. Yeah, but you've had some of this before you had some of yours. This and Tyler, you had some of this at my house. I did. Last weekend. It's so fucking good. It is good. Do you. Have you opened your distiller's selection, I bourbon have, enthusiast? Them, yeah. Oh, by the way, dude, what time did you guys uh, go to bed over for July? It's ran- That's so random. No, like, what time did you guys? Did you guys like call it call it quits after the fireworks? No, we came home, and a few other people came home with us. We sat and talked. Josh, Mar- Josh, Marks, and um, and Chelsea came back, and then Francesca and Dave were back. So we were all sitting here just talking, probably till. 1230 or one. Damn. And yeah. uh, then they all left together. I think uh, Ellen, I think, was here too at that point. I said, so I think they all left right at the same time. I think I went to bed at like 245 in the morning. Jesus. Why? I had to work. Yeah. I pieced out. Well, I, I stopped at my neighbors on my way home. Oh, the one who couldn't and, make up his mind whether or not he was going to have you over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, does he listen to this podcast? So of course, by the time I got home, like they had they had gotten done with all of the uh the fireworks so we went over to his his backyard bar and we just played darts and and drank out there and i just didn't didn't make it to bed until 245 so i like the use of ambiguous pronouns there <laughs> are we talking about a female neighbor here or what are you talking about no two two male neighbors okay we well, said they a lot so i just want to make sure yeah Let's make sure what was going on. Yeah. Not that you could do anything with your jerky legs, but uh, how how is your surgery recovery your, your post-op knee? Going? Yeah. Well, today was um, first day of. Are you doing PT at all? Oh, oh, there we therapy, go. Yeah. Um, I have boy. like sixty without without pain, um, just tightness. It's not even really discomfort, but I have sixty degrees of. Knee knee flexion or yeah correct a hundred um, being the the goal back to where you were I would say like this I, is I ninety know. the way I'm sitting now like you know what I mean yeah so oh, he's all oh, flexion yeah, flexion so never, this is like sorry. yeah yeah, yeah, my yeah I never had like really great you know flexibility at the knees to begin with you know um, he says so, as, a, as an Olympic weightlifter yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> So I was, ankle I was pretty excited about that. I yeah. was pretty excited about that. And, but she, um, you know, she was just like, Hey, we're going to like, again, I know it's a sports rehab and I kind of like prepped her of like, listen, like, you know, I had done, I've done Olympic weightlifting, you know, through that sport. Like there's always just with the nature as, as preferably as little as possible, with just the nature of working out, like just come soft tissue you know, injuries. So like, I've always done quite a bit of either prehab or rehab, uh, on just whatever it might be. So I've, <clears throat> I've done it all. I told her like, Hey, I have access to, 
uh, the Nordic compression boots if I need them. If you say, hey, at home, if you can get on these, great. Um, I said, you know, I have a, a TENS unit at home. It's a really, it's a newer, good one. And what she's like, what okay, um, bring it on in. Like, we're going to do STEM here, but it's way better than that. And I'm like, okay. She's like, have you ever heard of like Russian STEM? I'm like, mm, no. Russian I'm STEM. Like, Russian STEM. So she like puts it on. I'm like, what? And it's just like, it's, it's not that intense. Like even, even at like the highest setting, like, have you done the dry needling where they put the electrodes on the needles? Yeah. yeah so I've, I've fucking done that too. Dude, like, Corey had me sweating my ass off. Yes. It hurts so bad. Yes. But sometimes, sometimes it's like, ah, fuck. And sometimes it's like, that is fucking amazing. No, it was just pain. Especially if you, if you get dry, if you get needling with stem on your, on your like feet or your hands, Mine was in Good my quad. It was in my quad. Good I was having knee pain luck. from like tracking. I got it in my. I've had it in my toe. Wrist. It was terrible. Yeah, in your toe is just. So ugh. let me just tell you, uh, my dad used to be part of this group called Nikon, and his magnetic therapy and all this stuff back in the day. But one of the things he got out of that um, was he got this unit. It's a tens unit, but it's called Solitens. If you look it up, it's S O L I T E N S. They're like 30 years old. They don't make them anymore. I still have one. One of the best things I've ever used in my <laughs> life. So you hold, basically, it's got a wire that connects back to the unit, and you hold it to keep it like a circuit, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, if you're working on your right side, you hold it in your right hand so it doesn't cross over your chest. Uh, you hold it on the left side if you're doing work on the left side. And But it's a single point. You hold it in, zap it, and it goes for like 15 seconds or whatever you have it set for. So much better than a regular tens unit. I mean, it, it is so amazing mm. it, because it, you find it, and so what it does is you you go down and it gives you like this noise. It's like beep 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 beep, beep. and then as as you find the 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 knot or the pressure point or whatever it is that needs the uh, the the like the release there, the release, it goes to a super high pitch <clears throat> noise, it's like you know, super loud, and then you just zap it, and it just it holds it for fifteen seconds, and holy shit. When you find the spots that really actually need it, because it tells you, it gives you feedback. You're not guessing like, eh, I think I should put it here. And then, you know, so you do like a dry needle or something with, with the electric or you do a TENS unit and you say, eh, pro- this, this is probably a good spot. It gives you, it tells you where you should do it. Hmm. So as soon as you get to the spot, it freaking flips out and then you hold it in that spot and you, you hit the button and it's like nothing like I've ever used. I've, I've got a compact hmm. unit that does TENS. I've got... You know, I've I've received tens therapy at different chiropractors. I've gotten dry needling with, and it, there's nothing that compares to it. Hmm. It's 30 years old. You can't find any replacement ha- parts. You said you have it, or your dad? So I have it. it. My dad has two other units at home. Um, but the problem is, is the wire is starting to fray. So now mm. it won't complete the circuit. So mm. like I've got, I've I've been looking online to buy the the replacement wire. They don't have them. So I'm I'm going to have to probably. MacGyver something. MacGyver it because I'm not kidding. This thing is the best thing I've ever used in my life. Should be doable. I would think it'd be no, doable. No, I think so too. Yeah. And it's a single wire. It's not like four wires and it's so yeah. not gonna have to do like some crazy stuff. It's a single wire, but the problem is is that the end unit is a button that snaps into like this little str- strap and then you hold that with your thumb and finger. So like I'd have to figure out a way to splice it together. It shouldn't be tough. And then once I do, I think I'll be back in business. It's amazing, though. It is the best thing I've ever used. Nice. Well, we have segued so far from bourbon on this episode. Oh, it's, it's all good. been 90% bullshit and 10% bourbon. I, well, you haven't been talking that much. I wouldn't say he's been talking 90%, would you? No. No, you haven't talked 90%. No. I'd say it's more like 60%. You fucking douche canoes. <laughs> 33.3% repeating. Yeah. Right. Douche canoes. <sighs> A canoe of douche. All right, so let's go back to this one more time, and then let's give our final verdict on these two here. I mean, the Knob Creek's one hundred percent better. The Knob Creek is amazing, but I think I think they're both good for their own reasons. Like the Larceny, I could definitely see myself sitting out on a on a hot evening, yeah, having maybe a cube of ice with it and just kind of taking it easy. That's a good one to introduce people to as well. Maybe that too. Um, the Knob Creek is a little stronger. It's I don't like know marijuana. That, <laughs> I don't know what? that. I, right, the gateway drug. 
Um, so I don't know that I would want to take the Knob Creek outside on a hot day and have that no. because it's a hundred twenty proof. Right, right. Yeah, agree. But it's outstanding. It's like a dessert bourbon. It really is good. I'm getting crazy notes of creme brulee. The Larceny, I'm that pear, that crispness. That's something I feel like I could have on a nice hot summer day outside because it's I, that like that light refreshing yeah, thing that we talked yeah, about earlier. Exactly. And I, so I, so you're right. I. I think Tyler, all things being equal, you know, taking out temperature and, and whatever time of year it is, I think the Knob Creek blows the larceny away. But caveats, I love higher proof bourbons. So right sure. there, it's immediately got a, a, a mm-hmm. leg up on the larceny. But it, it that sweetness and that, uh, that creme brulee I mean, kind of flavor. When we were over at your place and you gave it to me blind, I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I didn't remember what oh, it was. I remember Creek. when I gave it to you, I, I forgot I gave you Knob Creek. I thought it was something else. And you were like, God, this is really good. I could see myself drinking this. I when really liked it. A, yeah. a fall football game going on. Yes. It's cool outside. Going You've got on. the door open. You know what I mean? There's a breeze coming <laughs> fall through. Fall going on. Going on. <laughs> football. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fuck you oh, think it was God, that bad so high we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to replay the tape on it's that i got some appalachian that's some slang that like twang yeah, and yeah, stuff I, that I goes was on at the doctor the other day and she goes you realize you have a michigan accent and i'm like you do yeah i fucking know i can't but you know what the funny thing about your michigan accent is is that you talk really slow so like that's you, just me no i know i know that that part's you but so when you talk super slow and then you have your michigan accent it's actually kind of funny because, like, it it kind of it kind of throws off. Accentuates the, yeah, it. Yeah. Well, no, it throws it off in the other way. Like, I don't think it's as noticeable because of how slow you talk. <laughs> but but there are certain oh. things you do, like your laugh. You have a Michigan fucking laugh. I don't understand that. Like, how does someone just laugh from where they are? I don't, I don't know I, many people from Michigan, so Michiganders. Some probably a bad thing. Or a good thing. No, 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 it's probably a good thing. Mitten people. Because your state's like a mitten. I I know like six people from Michigan, and only one of them I like. What's his name? Really, no, it's not this douche. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's actually Tyler. Tyler's about the only guy I know from Michigan that I actually like. So. Banks is like, Um, any word from the governor? (laughs) Any word from the governor? (laughs) (laughs) He's just sitting there like... (laughs) Oh, um, we'll have to we'll have to plan some on a side note we'll have to plan some fall football oh yeah oh sure. yeah get the projector out back. I think yeah I think we Smoke should plan meats. so my brother-in-law is uh, doing a party for the Oregon game so I'll be tied up for that is that this year Michigan State yeah. Oregon that's or like Ohio the State, Oregon? second game or first uh, game OSU, or something I thought it was OSU Oregon I haven't yeah, looked at this Oregon. Oregon. it's very this early in the season it's like yeah it's like the second second weekend in this year um, yeah yeah but I'll say that I'll, I'll go that's fine yeah I think that we should um, crash it no 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 we should plan uh, a nice a nice football outing I think so too yeah I'm down with that I, did, I didn't get tickets this year I didn't either so I'll but have to. I can get tickets usually. Like people post their tickets all the time at work. Um, so if there's a, a game you guys want, or if you don't, if you don't care and you just want like a non-conference game, I could almost guarantee I can get one of those for you. Well, Oregon's a non-conference game. It is, yeah. So I'll start keeping my eyes open for stuff because again, people post them all over work. And they said they are opening for uh, full capacity. capacity. Yeah. yeah, that'll be pretty. Thanks, cool. Gene. Yeah. No doubt. It's the one decision he's made this that's actually been okay. Yeah. Fucker. Until the Delta variant comes out, but right. that's another episode. All right, we'll see about that. Oh, Delta variant. What was that? Was that the exorcist? I don't know. Oh, it's like some old lady. From <laughs> there's a, your cold opener right the there. Drag drag me to hell. <laughs> the, you know the old lady and drag me to hell? How's that? That's 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 fucking fifty percent of this country. I hope that's your cold opener <laughs> just be like Delta oh, variant. The Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is almost ninety percent of the time when he's on I the know. episode. He is ninety percent of the time the cold opener. I'm jealous. <laughs> I should be. <laughs> you should be because you're so fucking goofy. <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, back up. I know that we've kind of uh, tipped our hats in the direction of where we're thinking here, but so you guys are. All th- <clears throat> we're all three Knob Creek better yeah. than the Larceny. I'd buy yeah. them both though. 
given the opportunity to buy the sure. larceny well, again, the I'd larceny buy it. was cheap. Yeah, it was super yeah. cheap. I, the Knob Creek wasn't it was super expensive either, though. Cheap. I well, agree. under thirty dollars, right? So here's the thing about bourbon enthusiasts: he tries to not, you know, Price gouge, gouge. You just because it's a, a barrel pick. He tries to keep them as close to MSRP as possible. And a lot of times, the distributor and the and the retailer have a hand in that. But I can say, whenever he goes through mashing grape, it generally is very, very close to the MSRPs, and and he does that for his club. And I think that's a great reason. That's one of the reasons I love his club. It's one of the reasons yeah. I I have stuck with it. I've for, been very happy with the club. It's almost two years sure. now. So yeah. But I think that's that's one of the things he advocates for is is that MSRP cost or as close to it as possible. Now he pro- he understands some things. I, I'm sure that people have to make a little bit of money and everything. But and I think that was one of the reasons he said that he hasn't done any Buffalo Trace barrels yet. Just too high. Yeah, but because everyone well, immediately jacks them up. Mm-hmm. Well, was that specifically he didn't have access to it, or no, was it no, because he the said distributors? That he said that one of the toughest parts about doing Buffalo Trace is all the distributors know that Buffalo Trace they can jack up the price, so and people will pay it and people will pay it. But he does; he's trying not to do that to his club members. Yeah. So I think he's I mean, had the opportunity. I just don't think he's had the distributor that. I think. Will, I think if he had that conversation with, uh, you know, with all of us of like, hey, you know, I have a, a Buffalo Trace, you know, or a, a Stag Junior. But you're gonna pay a hundred dollars for the stag junior. I mean, people are I'd paying like, over a hundred dollars like, for a stag. I'd, 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 I'd probably be like, yeah, yeah. It depends on what stag junior. But I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. For a stag junior barrel pick from you, <laughs> uh, I'll take the, I'll take it. You know, I think most of his members. I think it would sell out for sure. You'd, yes, yeah, it'd be it'd tier be like, one that for got one, it. For one, it's stag junior. It's so it's barrel proof. It's going to be less yeah. bottles to have to sell. He'll find. 180 people that'll buy a bottle of that for Absolutely. sure. But I think but I think it goes more to his club and showing that he's trying to protect his consumers and his club members by not trying to, you know, rake them over the coals. I appreciate I, it. I do too. I I love it. I everything I've purchased from there seems to be right within the wheelhouse of what it should cost. And you know what if you look at that that brand outside of his his uh club the, the prices are very similar. I don't think I've bought anything I didn't enjoy either. No, I haven't had a I, bottle I, that I regretted. I was I've like, ah, I shouldn't have bought this. I've only had one. And I should revisit it just to see if my yeah. palate's changed a little bit. But or if it's you know changed flavor yeah, a shade. I've, I've had it two or three times now, and I've I've not been impressed with it any of the times. But I should try it again just to see. But But that's the only one. That's the only one I've had from him that I didn't like. And that's saying something. That's a that's a huge, you know. That's like ninety nine percent. I probably bought a hundred bottles from him. Yeah. And um, that's you know at least a ninety nine percent success rate in my opinion. So. So we're both saying we're all three saying Knob Creek. Yeah. And uh, but yeah. but we like them both, right? Larceny's good. Yeah, oh yeah, Larceny's good. It's just lighter. It's mellow. It's you know it's lower proof. I don't think that's really anything that we're all looking for right now. But it's I could easily drink it. I could easily give it to a buddy. Who, like you mentioned, Brett, that you know is just getting into bourbon. And you can give it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Oh, quit God. texting. Yeah, seriously. You're, you're on your at... you're on your damn phone. We can tell I'm that not. you're on something. <laughs> mm, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see below his. I chest. know. I'm kind of freaking out. So I'm a little out. worried about what's going on. He's Don't pan even, the camera down. He's probably not even wearing pants. Probably not. <laughs> He's in his tidy whities right? <laughs> his tidy whities He doesn't even wear boxers. He's wearing tidy whities All right, guys. So uh, I think this is probably a wrap on this episode. We've derailed a few times. Um, hey, how often does that uh, bike back there get used, by the way? Nice layer of dust on it. Ever. I actually want to I want to sell that. What kind of bike is that? Is that a spin bike? It's a... Proform? No. Laundry well, Catcher 3000? <laughs> I can't see the name on it. Laundry Catcher 3000. That's a good sure. one. That's a good one. It's got something hanging off of it. Dude, yes. It has officially laundry become a, a laundry hanger. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, <laughs> everyone does with them. They put their laundry it's on a, it. It's a, uh, it's a really nice spin bike. Yeah. It just it has no TV attached to it, so I don't know how much value it has to it nowadays. It was probably cheaper than the one that you have tucked away in your closet. Maybe. It could be. Yeah. What are you doing? 
Taking a screenshot. Screenshot, yeah. That's what I thought, too. It's like Command-Shift-F4 <laughs> or something. Uh, three, I think. Mm. Command-Shift-3. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, well. And it was Mac people. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yep. All right, guys. So, uh... It's like a penis in a fucking cock factory. What? I don't know. Let's let's that was go. I don't that even understand that. That doesn't make sense. Like a penis in an STD like clinic or something, you know, keep yeah. it wrapped up. Maybe I don't keep it wrapped. <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> in a cock factory? What the hell? I don't even think uh, that, I don't, that, that, it doesn't make sense to me either. He's been drinking, folks. Yeah. All right, guys. So I'm Dude Pool and Brett Bryan. I'm Tyler Schaefer. Thanks for joining in and uh, take this time to now make fun of Tyler. Now that we're wrapping up. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. <laughs>